Hey, hey, Andrea Earhart here, and you are listening to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you increase profits, attract more customers, and ultimately live a life of creative freedom. (laughs) Today, we have another awesome solo episode today that I'm so excited about because I'm currently in the middle of writing and editing and almost ready to put out my first book ever called Mural Money, which is just a guide to help you create your dream career in the arts. And I'm so excited because this chapter two has a little bit of magic in it and really As I was writing this, I was like, oh gosh, people are going to think I'm so woo-woo and uh, but like, this is truly how I think and truly how my life experiences have unfolded and some of it's luck and I'll explain the whole thing of it and some of it's just a bit of magic and I think it all just derived from taking action and the thing that I wanted to get across in this chapter is that When you take action and you get out of your head and stop making excuses, things will just start to happen for you. And yeah, so, okay, I'm just going to get into it. And this is chapter two. It's called The Luck Fairy. I've always considered myself an extremely lucky person. (laughs) To clarify, anytime I mention the word luck, I am referring to skill and preparation meeting opportunities. If I were to write it out on paper, my equation for luck would look something like this. Skill plus preparation plus opportunity equals luck. It's basically math. I'm not the first to think of this idea though. I initially heard it from a friend of a friend who likely heard it from another friend who somewhere down the line read the words of the Roman philosopher Seneca. He said it like this, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. I'd like to add the skill part into this original theory because I've seen several very skilled artists think that preparation is not needed and sit around waiting for an opportunity to knock on their door to no avail. They believe that talent will take them wherever they need to go with no effort. Unfortunately, it typically doesn't work out in their favor and they're left being a bit cynical. On the other hand, I've witnessed artists with little skill work hard in preparation for an opportunity that eventually came because they were willing to put in the work. We all know if we're born with the eye for art, but sometimes I'd say actually all the time. That's just not enough. I've had a number of fantastic opportunities be presented to me throughout my career. Frustratingly, I could not tell you how often I've been told, must be nice to have that happen for you, or you're so lucky to be put in that position. (laughs) I used to think that luck was a cop-out or that it discredited my effort and skill. However, after hearing it so many times throughout my life, I've decided to change my mindset about luck and I challenge you to do the same. Let's not think about luck as a special gift only given to select few. Instead, let's view it as what happens when skill and preparation meet opportunities. Even the most talented of individuals need opportunities. After all, skill and preparation without opportunities can be disheartening and demoralizing for artists. You can be the most skilled and prepared sculptor, but if opportunities are never presented, you may not have a chance to show off that talent. Unfortunately, some artists spend years building their skill set, 
just to be faced with zero opportunity to develop their talent into a career. Personally, I can't relate to this, but I do empathize. If you find yourself relating more closely to those who never win anything and the universe just doesn't seem to be on your side, well, you're in luck. We're going to review many ways in which you can create your own luck and make opportunities happen for you. I'm here to show you how to insert yourself into situations and say the right things to make a career in the art industry happen for you. Throughout my 20s, people will comment on how much ambition I had and speculate that my art skills would one day be outstanding by the time I got older due to how early I started. Honestly, I do feel lucky to have marked so many things off my professional bucket list so quickly, and I often wonder if I've been gifted this luck so that I can give it away to you in the form of writing this book. My hope is that my good luck juju will in some way seep through the pages like watered down paint and spill onto your fingers, down your wrists, making its way past your arms and staining your body with permanent luck. Here's another way to look at it. I like to imagine there's this thing as a luck fairy. <laughs> your personal luck fairy can be an object like a crystal or a spirit or any other magical mental image you see when you close your eyes. You can make up your own version of this luck fairy and design it however you want. Or you can be basic like me and imagine it as your very own Tinkerbell-like creature. I imagine that our luck fairies are not with us at all times. They fly around looking for people who are preparing and refining their skills. The luck fairy only visits you every so often and is waiting to catch you in a moment where you are showing dedication to your craft. You see, this luck fairy wants you to show through actions that you really want the future you have wished for. So when it sees you taking actionable steps towards your goals, the luck fairy will sprinkle a little bit of luck your way to help you get started. Yes, I imagine this as fairy dust, but you can envision it however you want it to be. Magic, the luck fairy, all that good juju stuff requires action, and I'm not telling you this so that you will solely rely on making wishes to make your dream career happen. Instead, I'm telling you this to encourage you to take those first steps in the right direction. In my experience, being consistent and taking action has generated all the magic and luck I've needed to succeed. In chapter one, you pinpointed your goals and determined your direction you want to head in for your career. What can you do right now that will set you up for success later? What small steps can you take towards your goals today? What is the one action you can start doing right this second? Remember, the luck fairy has to see you genuinely want what you have wished for before you are graced with a sprinkle of luck. We'll review some essential steps you can take to begin heading down the right path for your dream career in art. For example, I'll teach you all I know about networking as a means of meeting individuals who can open doors for opportunity for you. Another step you can take is to refine and establish your art skills so that when opportunities arise, you are prepared to face them head on. Just say yes. I don't want to contradict myself by saying that action is everything. I do believe that there's some kind of magic in just saying your goals out loud or even writing them down, hence the first exercise we did. I think that there is a higher power that genuinely wants our dreams to come true. Whether you call it the universe, God, love, or something else entirely, I can sense something magical wants us to reach our desires. 
As a personal example and testimony, I distinctly remember walking through a local popular outdoor and sporting goods store and observing the artwork on their interior walls. For legal reasons, I'm not going to mention the store by actual name, but for sake of this book, we will refer to the company as the outdoor store. I was in college at the time of this visit and was admiring the store's vast artwork. The paintings on the walls portrayed images of wildlife along with their land and water environmental habitats. Amazed by the massive murals, I was impressed by how the artists knew to use their expertise to make the brand so aesthetically pleasing. I said out loud, this is the perfect job, painting wildlife scenes for this store. However, I also reminded myself that somebody had already completed the paintings and that there was no more to be done. Subconsciously, I put my goal into the universe and decided that that's what I wanted. That was my ideal workplace and job. Although I didn't think much of it after simply saying it out loud, I thought of it as more of a hope or a wish. It was something I could never attain because I genuinely didn't think it was possible. This would end up being a be careful what you wish for moment. I eventually applied my small amount of business knowledge to file for an LLC for my painting company. I knew to file for an LLC from my previous entrepreneurial experiences during college. Before painting full-time, I worked as a promotion model and eventually started my own little side business where I employed other promo girls to work under me as a team. We were those girls passing out shots at the bars to promote the liquor brands and working booths to represent major brands at big events. We even worked the Super Bowl one year. This first business of mine taught me quite a bit about being a business owner with employees. Leading promo girls often felt like herding cats. Really pretty cats, all with a faint smell of hairspray trailing behind them. On the bright side, these promo experiences were a lot of fun. <laughs> they taught me how to successfully implement promotional techniques like posting to social media that I would later apply to my future career as a painter. We'll get more to that later. There's a whole section on social media and you're gonna love it. <laughs> But my first business also taught me the importance of filing for an LLC in order to be taken seriously by the government. The term LLC is an abbreviation for limited liability company. Filing your business as an LLC has a few benefits, including separating yourself from your company. This provides you with a barrier of protection against being sued by a customer if, heaven forbid, you or an employee makes a vital mistake. Rather than suing you as an individual and taking you for everything you have, they would be suing your LLC. Through an LLC, you can also file for an EIN number that will allow you to file your taxes through your business rather than under your personal name. Most states have an avenue to file for your LLC through your Secretary of State's website, so just go there. The first name for my painting business that came to mind was the Springfield Painting Company. <laughs> as straightforward as that title was, it didn't have an appealing ring to it. After further discussion with my mom and asking for advice from her and her friends, I landed on Paint It Red for my imagery painting business name. With my hair red and my love for painting, it was the perfect title for my young aesthetic. Although I still use this original LLC name, I've more recently switched my branding to go by Art by Andrea. I would highly advise you to choose and settle on your business title now to keep it simple and streamlined. If you can't decide on what it should be, then simply use some version of your name. There's no need to complicate this. After filing for an LLC for Paint It Red, I began to go after painting projects around town. Springville, Missouri was my canvas. 
and it started out rather blank. In fact, one of my first ever painting projects came from a business owner I had met through my promotional modeling business. His name was Lynn, and I was supplying promo girls for his event when he mentioned that he also needed some artwork completed to promote that event. Lynn had purchased a brand new building and wanted some promotional window art and a logo painted on the side facing the busy street. This would be my first ever logo project for a business. I remember speaking with Lynn and being very honest about my artistic abilities. During that conversation, I let him know that I could do whatever he needed me to do, but I had no idea how to actually do it. <laughs> I reassured him that I would definitely just figure it out. Luckily, he had the utmost trust in me. Lynn believed in my confidence, even though I had openly told him that I had no idea what I was doing, and yet he entrusted me with painting his business's logo. As I was painting, Lynn encouraged me to post progress on social media. I was already familiar with using social media as an advertising tool for my experience conducting promos for other brands. Therefore, I knew it was vital for me to begin posting my art for the world to see. For the first project, I posted the beginning, middle, and end stages of painting that logo. From the social media post, I landed another job with another person I had previously worked with through my promotional modeling business. Kyle needed a logo painted on the side of his barn. Again, I was honest with my customer and told him that I hadn't quite gotten a grip on, well, this whole large-scale painting thing yet, but I would give it my best shot. Those early painting experiences taught me what to do and also importantly, what not to do. <laughs> Although the painting projects came out just fine in the end, the customers were very happy. It's honestly kind of hard for me to look back at them today <laughs> because I can blatantly see every small mistake. It has taken several years of painting for me to not cringe at past projects. <laughs> I got my start by simply saying yes to any job that came my way that required a paintbrush. It's funny how magic works though. Not long after I had painted just a couple of logos, my efforts caught the eye of a store in need of an artist. You know, that store with the breathtaking outdoor murals that initially inspired me to take the first steps into my painting career? Through networking, I was being recommended as an artist to the one and only outdoor store. The one I had so longly said months prior was the perfect canvas for me. Mark was yet another promo customer recommending me for painting jobs, and his main job happened to be working for the outdoor store. I had no idea that there was even a position open or a spot that needed to be filled until he explained that their current logo artist was quitting and they were looking for a replacement. Luckily, I had already established a business relationship with Mark after helping him to promote his snack chip that he invented. It was his side business, and we passed out samples in grocery stores, and I even landed us a spot on the local news. He knew my work ethic and gave me a five-star glowing review to the hiring manager. He went above and beyond to mentor me about when to call, what to say, and how to negotiate a rate. I was so thankful because at this point, I had no idea what I was doing in the art world. Again, I was saying yes to anything that involved a paintbrush. I interviewed a couple days later and the conversation was pretty quick. The interview was very direct and the interviewer asked me if I could paint lettering, logos, ghost signs, and images that looked really aged and antique. Of course, I said yes. 
And then he asked if I had anything to show him, any examples. And so I proceeded to show my college art projects <laughs> and a few logos that I had recently painted around town. Thinking back on this and knowing how much of a novice I was at the time, I'm shocked that he went forward with the interview at all. I'm sure that the glowing recommendation and my persistent confidence was the thing that landed me that contract. Nonetheless, he didn't skip a beat and proceeded to discuss payment. He asked me to get back with him with an hourly dollar amount. He didn't expect me to give a number right then and there, but I had been prepared with an answer since before the interview even started. I stopped him and said, I'd like $60 an hour. Mark had prepared me for this question and had told me to ask for this amount. He had informed me that they would likely counter with $40 an hour. So this was immediately what came out of my mouth at first mention of money. Conversation and money was such an awkward conversation for me at the time. I wanted to get that part of the interview over with as soon as possible. At the same time, I was curious about what his rebuttal might be. Would he really pay me that much? It's difficult to describe the look the interviewer gave me at that point. <laughs> his case said, so you really think you were worth that much, kid? At the time, I was charging around $30 an hour for my artwork and was very happy with that wage. I honestly would have been content with just about any compensation he would have offered. <laughs> the interview concluded with him asking me when I could start. At that moment, I knew I had gotten the job. He was less than pleased when I told him that I could start after I returned from my five-week backpacking adventure that began very soon. However, since I came so highly recommended, he begrudgingly accepted my timeline. Although I received the official contract later on, I felt an overwhelmingly rush of joy when I left that office. Uh, it was just one of those moments. <laughs> Ironically, years prior, I had been fired from a job with that same company within the same office building where my interview took place. <laughs> I worked in the call center, which was a dreadfully unentertaining position where I didn't listen to the rules. <laughs> Thus, they let me go. I don't blame them. I blame my own immaturity and boredom that came along with being in a position that didn't fulfill me, not even in the least. <laughs> Perhaps that is why I became so emotional the day of my interview. I was being hired for my dream job by the same company that had fired me years prior, and I was about to make so much more money doing what I truly love the irony. The outdoor store ended up hiring me as a calligrapher, which was something I only kind of knew how to do at the time. Like I said, I had just started dabbling with logo painting and lettering, and in the interview, I had stated that I could paint anything, and I meant it. I was anything but a pro, but I was up for the challenge of learning as I went. The trick of requesting $60 an hour from the beginning paid off. Upon receiving my contract, I read that I was being offered $45 an hour. I felt so lucky that Mark had coached me through what wage to ask for from the start. Still to this day, I can remember him saying, congratulations, kid. You're now making $100,000 a year. I was baffled. This was a pivotal moment in my life. I was going to be paid $100,000 a year to use a paintbrush. This is the power of taking the time to establish a skill and just saying yes. Woo, okay, that is chapter two of the book Mural Money. <laughs> if 
If you would like the Audible version, it's not quite out for pre-order yet, but if you're listening to this late, it should be available within the first week or first two weeks of December before Christmas. So if you're listening into it around then, please go pre-order it. So just a little backup of why I'm doing pre-orders. You can currently pre-order the paperback and I'm doing a signed special edition version to where I'm ordering a bunch of books and I will sign them and personalize them and send them directly to you from me with a big pink bow on it as well. And so I'm currently doing pre-orders because as I'm exploring this book process, apparently if you have pre-orders, so I don't actually make money from those pre-orders, not until the book is actually out. But on the publication date, which is set for December 20th, on that date, all of the pre-orders will essentially, in the internet world, be ordered on that exact day, which then pushes my book up the list of people who are ordering it. So it shows Amazon and it shows Audible and it shows all the people that, hey, I just got a hundred orders in this first day this book is out. This must be a good book. So I'm going to show it to everybody else. And so it helps me push it out and promote it. And just to be honest, I am working so hard to do this and I would really appreciate it if you could pre-order this book before it comes out because that will help it go out to more people and I hope that I can inspire more people. So as I'm doing this as well, I'm just writing to my younger self, my stubborn, anxious, nerve-wracked younger self who didn't even think that this was possible. And my hope for this is that I hit some of those people who maybe are aren't even in college yet or in the middle of college and just realize that their their degree is not fulfilling them or after college and you're in a career that you thought you love and you're like, oh, I need to change. Like, I hope that it hits those people. I mean, especially early on so that we can make those changes and change and do this for a living. And even if it's not early on, my friend Samantha Cox, like she is just as old as I am. And just recently last year took the leap to go full time mostly because I was hounding her, being like, you can do this, bringing her out on jobs with me, showing her what's possible and helping her get started. And now she has a very fulfilling career and is making a killing. She just got her, shout out to Samantha, she just planned a $10,000 mural for the spring of an American flag. How crazy is that? So she's not only booked throughout the winter, but she has something planned for spring of 10 grand. Like what? My star people. I'm just so, and she's not the only one. Like if you listen to the quit your day job episodes, like Lissa and Chelsea and everybody, like it's just so possible. And I think the thing is people just don't know. And if you're listening to this podcast and you've been listening for a long time, it's likely that you know, you just need maybe some more tips or more strategies. So I'm here to help you with that too. But I want to reach the people that don't even know that this is possible. And so yeah, that's my goal with this. So thank you so much for listening. If you could share this with a friend. Also, if you have bought the book or have pre-ordered the book, if you tag me on Instagram, I will share it and give you a big thank you. And so yeah, tag me in anything that you do and I will reshare it on Instagram. Okay, that's it. I'm done blabbing. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week. <laughs>